Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, December the 20th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is comedy, which means a friendly social atmosphere or social harmony. Comedy. Hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. And of course, it is the start of the work week. Back to work we go, back to work we go. Some of us may have a shortened work week. I mean, uh, Christmas is Saturday. It, it just is five days away. And and also, man, I didn't realize also that tomorrow's the 21st. That's the first day of winter. Finally, some would say. But uh, looks like here in North Carolina, as far as the weather goes, man, the weather goes. Last week was a scorcher. Got up into the 70s some days, a few days. But <laughs> uh, this weekend, <laughs> Sunday to be exact, uh, cold front came through with rain and the temperatures, temperatures dropped. I mean, last night got down into the 20s, frost. Went out to warm up my car, this truck this morning, and man, ice. Had to sit there and, and let it warm up for a while. Couldn't get the doors open. They had frozen. That rain we got, along with those temperatures dropping that fast, I guess that's what the walk had frost and that uh, little bit of ice. Other than that, they're saying uh, later on this week, uh, Christmas Day to be exact, we're going to get up into the uh, 60s, 66. We'll see. We will see. Crazy weather. Crazy weather here in North Carolina, as always. But yeah, tomorrow's the first day of winter, and we're getting those uh, freezing temperatures at night going into January. January and February is usually when we get hit with the cold air. Looks like it's coming, folks. Looks like it's coming. Man, uh, yesterday, of course, was Sunday NFL action. Gotta have, gotta love it. I was off. I was off. I was off. So hey, I watched a few games, a couple of games. Uh, nothing to write home about. A uh, few teams I like, few teams I, I didn't. Uh, the Colts defeated the Patriots 27-17. to Titans lost to the Steelers 19-13. That was a surprise there. Uh, the Steelers, I don't know what's going on with them. They're not, uh, they're, they're, they're not looking like they were uh, a year or so ago. Man, what happened? And the uh, Buffalo Bills defeated the Carolina Panthers 31-14. Looks like the woes for Cam Newton continues. He's 0-4 or 0-5 since returning. And, you know, hey, it's like the woes continue. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, They only got two scores on the board. One was a touchdown, one he ran in. Outside of that, uh, there weren't interceptions. Man, what's going on with Cam? And the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, defeated the New York Jets 31 to 24. And of course, and of course, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the New York Giants 21 to 6. Who cares? And the Packers pulled it out against the Baltimore Ravens uh, 31 to 30. Hey, look, if, if the Ravens are a tough team. No matter what, if you're gonna if you're gonna beat them, you got to put the the nail in the coffin quick and fast and make sure you keep it in there because they hung around and that maybe quite possibly if they had uh, had a little bit more time on the clock, they could have tied it and might even won the game. It, 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 the Bravens are just that tough. They're a tough team to beat. 
they just are. And uh, let's move along here. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Uh, COVID has ramped back up in the United States, that Omicron and Delta. And, and once again, it's led to uh, postponements and cancellations. The NFL has moved some games pretty much all week. Uh, tonight would have been Monday Night Football with my Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. But they moved a game. Uh, I can't remember who it is, but there's another team playing today. And there, uh, Tuesday, there's going to be two games, I believe, during the day. And Wednesday, I think there's a game. And, of course, you know, Thursday night football. Man, with the, you know, the cases have ramped up in the NFL. The NBA has canceled games. The NHL, the National Hockey League, has canceled games for uh, two teams, including the Hurricanes. They're saying the Carolina Hurricanes, the next two or three games are, are canceled. And what the NHL has done is they they put a a, a stop to a, a you know intercontinental travel or inter country travel because they canceled uh they pretty much put a stop to snatch all games between U.S. teams and Canadian teams. Carolina Hurricanes are in, are in that bunch. Like I said, they're probably not going to play until next Monday. I believe was the the date they gave for them to to, to play due to COVID. Uh, some Broadway shows in New York have been canceled. Cancellations are going on all over the country to that Omicron. That Omicron, they're predicting that to take over as the dominant variant as opposed to Delta. And there's there's just too, so many cases. And it's all it's in the United States, I believe they last I heard. It's in every state before states in the United States. So Omicron, Omicron is here. It's here. And Dr. Fauci came out in, in an ominous prediction. But, I mean, if you think, sit back and think about it, it's a given. He's saying for, uh, to prepare for a tough few weeks to months during these winter months for, for these COVID cases. He's saying they're gonna, it's, it's going to ramp up and just stand by, be on alert. Right around the holiday seasons, I'm wondering how this is going to play out. Uh, like I said, COVID cases are up. It, it, Omicron is here in all but four states. Dr. Fauci's uh, warning about it's going to be a tough few weeks or months. Um, looks like we're going to be dealing with this this Omicron and just COVID in general for a while. Uh, I know a lot of people, including myself, Thought we had made a turn and, and we were quite possibly going to get out of it. Looks like we're going right back to where we once were. We just are. Um, they told us at the beginning about this this COVID, how it would mutate and break off and spread out. And that's what it's doing. It's following the playbook. Just is. Just is. All right, let's move along also here. It looks like uh, an update. Uh, looks like all the, the missionary hostages from uh, Ohio that were held captive by the uh, Mawago gang in Haiti have been released. But there, I mean, there's still no word if they were actually paid the demand of ransom. And, and I often wonder when they release these people, do they get a ransom? Uh, like I said, there's still no word. Uh, you know, the U.S. policy on, on dealing with kidnappers is we don't negotiate. Maybe they have. Because it's still no word. I mean, they released them all unharmed, including the children. Just, I mean, hey, who knows? 
who knows, man. Uh, certainly good news to hear of them being re released. But still wondering about that ransom. I mean, did they just release on good faith and, and say, hey, enough is enough. We're going to release them. We're feeling better about things, situations here in Haiti. I doubt that, seriously. I really do. I wonder if, I'm just, just wondering if they got the ransom. Just wondering. And sadly, gun violence continues in Durham. By the way, Black Lives Matter still hasn't shown up. All right. Let's go get it. Now, man, I'm, I'm sure you all have heard or seen the video of the heated, heated exchange between Charlemagne the God and Vice President Kamala Harris. Wow, that went left real quick, didn't it? <laughs> wow, man. Now, if you're a... If you're new to this world and you're like, well, what in the world is the problem? Charlemagne God is a, a, I guess you would call him a journalist. He has a, one of the top rated uh, morning time uh, radio shows. Uh, the, what is it? The Breakfast Club. And now he has his own show on uh, Comedy Central, uh, like a late or midnight, uh, excuse me, mid, mid, late evening uh, or late night talk show. Where he has guests and, and even on his show the breakfast club he, he's interviewed any and everybody from hip-hop to uh politicians uh pastors motivational speakers uh you name it he's he's interviewed on, on his show so uh he well he, he had kamala harris on the other day and that exchange it got pretty heated got pretty heated now like i said if you're wondering uh what what the uh problem is. If you think back months ago, back here this spring or summer, where he interviewed then presidential hopeful, President uh, now President Biden, Joe Biden, uh, he asked flat out the presidential hopeful uh, Joe Biden. Uh, it pretty much went something to the effect of uh, what, how, how, as a black person, why should he vote for Joe Biden? Uh, Joe Biden's response was uh, if you haven't figured out now whether to vote for me or uh, or Donald Trump, then you're not black. <laughs> you ain't black. We remember that, don't we? I know I do. Hey, me personally, I was kind of infuriated by it. I said, what an insult, because I didn't see it as that. I just saw, saw it as him asking a question, why should I vote for you as a voter? And your response is, if you can't, you haven't figured out what, what, uh, <laughs> the difference between me and Donald Trump, you're not black. Okay, that was a slap in the face. It just was to me. I don't know. Others may take it differently. I understand that, but that, that was for me. So he um, <laughs> he, he asked President, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris a question that many in this country have been asking because with that Build Back, uh, Build Back uh, Better Act that President Biden is, is, is taunting or trying to push through what is it, one point, uh, however many million, a trillion, uh, it doesn't look like it's going too well, too well because uh, there's a, a senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, that is saying, hey, uh, he he asked some, he raised some questions about that bill. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to that. I'll get to that. And let's get back to this thing, this exchange between him and Kamala Harris, because Vice President Harris, I'm sorry, because he asked her, he said, um, 
who's the president? <laughs> Joe Biden or, or, or Senator Manchin? Uh, and, and that, oh boy, she got kind of heated quick. When I say it went left quick, it went left quick because she sat up, dropped that shoulder back, raised that hand, the hand got to waving, and then she dropped the one finger, and that finger got to digging and dabbing and pointing and, and telling, you know who the president is. Come on, don't say that. Don't act that. You're acting like a Republican. Wow. Once again, just because someone asks a question, someone of color, meaning black, ask a question that isn't in the uh, favor of, of the president. It always seems like that's the go-to. You're acting like a Republican. Well, how about you just acting like a voter or an American citizen that wants some questions answered? Or you've seen some observations and you're questioning or wondering what's going on. Is that the thing now for us as black people? Every time we ask a question that's opposing those of, of the Democratic Party, we're acting like Republicans. So much for freedom of speech and freedom of choice and free will for the, the, the ability to think for your own self and have a backbone, huh? Well, it looks that way. Because she went on and, and, and went on a tirade and, 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 and it calmed down sometime later because she ran the list of the things that, that they're trying to do with this Build Back Better Act. And, and he said, well, that's what I wanted. And that's the, uh, the vice president I like to see with some fight and fervor or whatever. Booey. Uh, nonsense. Now, the, the thing with uh, <laughs> Senator Joe Manchin and, 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 and President Biden. Um, apparently, he met with President Biden uh, sometime last week and they talked about this Build Back Better Act, that one point however many trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bill. And I guess President Biden thought he was on board with it. But however, looks like Senator Manchin went on Fox News of all networks. He goes on Fox News and says he ain't buying it. He ain't signing with it. Because if he has to go back to the to his constituents in West Virginia and, and try to explain, and he can't explain it, he can't sign or vote for the bill. That sounds pretty reasonable. I mean, if you're, you have a question about something and it hasn't been clarified after you get your answer, uh, you, you do owe something to those that put you in office and they're saying, of course, you know, the, the rest of the Democrats have came out and said, how could he? Uh, West Virginia is one of the poorest states in the uh, nation. Okay, I get that, got that, understand it. How can he not sign this infrastructure when there's so much is going to be given to the, the, the states and, and cities and towns in the United States to help build back better? Uh, here's my question. If, how is this bill going to be, or this act going to be paid for? Taxpayers' dollars. Dare I say, I think, I would, I wonder, I gather, because here's my thing is if West Virginia is one of the poorest states in the United States, which it is, and you're going to use taxpayer dollars to pay for these infrastructure bills, um, chances are West Virginia per capita, however they say it, and the taxes, the taxpayers, uh, <laughs> they ain't got it like that. And, and, and just like he said, Joe, Senator Manchin said, hey, I got to go back and explain to these people why we need this much money, their taxpayer dollars, because I don't think the money's just falling out of thin air. Uh, the old saying your mama and daddy used to tell you, uh, money don't grow on trees. Well, it sure doesn't. Just doesn't. And so he said, hey, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not signing that. I, I can't agree with that. 
um, it certainly does raise eyebrows when it appears those, whether black or white, ask questions about something that is popular or something or, or a bill or, 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 or what have you, where a president or sitting president uh, comes up with and it seems like everybody in the party is on board and then you have one or you have uh, uh, voters that are questioning the, you know, questioning. These are valid questions these people ask. How, are these, how is this thing going to be paid for? I think, I, I, maybe I, I'm a lone wolf here. Maybe I am. But uh, it certainly makes you wonder and, and call into play and question, can you ask a question, can you ask a question without being perceived as a defector or a Republican, if you're a Democrat, or quite possibly even you ain't black enough. That's a sad state, in my opinion. Sad state of affairs. Can't think for yourself. Can't ask questions that you you should be asking, because isn't that what politicians say around election time? Hey, we want to hear from the people that that, that are voting what they what they want, what they don't want. And here we go. Um, just <laughs> wow! Can't ask. Can't ask questions if if you're not even opposing, but just asking a general question, like you and I would be having a conversation without being labeled as a Republican or being told you're not black enough or you ain't black. Period. Wow! How crazy is that? Real crazy. It, it, it just is. It's real crazy. Absurd. Absurd. But yeah, come on. Uh, Vice President Harris, boy, she went. <laughs> she lost it. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, Charlemagne. You're acting like a Republican. Don't say that. <laughs> God can't even ask a question. Even if he wasn't asking the question for himself, he was asking the question for what many people in this country, I'm sure, are asking. Uh, uh, where's this money coming from for this, 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 this build back better act? And, and, and also, uh, the Bright House released a statement pretty much saying, hey, when we met with uh, Senator Manchin earlier last week or midweek, uh, he seemed as though he was on board, but now we're, we're seeing he's not. Uh, it certainly isn't uh, what, what he said when he met with the president. Uh, kind of reminds me, if you think back, to when President Trump was in office and those defectors within the Republican Party and he was questioning their loyalty and respect, said he needed loyalty inside his party. And, and the, the White House released that statement after uh, Senator Manchin got on Fox News. Uh, the two kind of sound eerily familiar. Um, maybe it's an ego thing. I mean, that's what you said about Trump. His ego won't let him see that that he's, he's he's doing harm to not just the Republican Party but to the country as well. Uh, seems like uh, those in high places, when you question their authority, you get hammered, <laughs> you get labeled. Wow. Bottom line for me, uh, so much for having an original thought and a spine and asking a question. Wow. What's going on with us here in this country? Can't ask a simple question no more. Or can't be inquisitive. You just got to shut up and go along with the status quo. Ooh, how about that? Man. All right.
let's move along. Let's move along here. Um, in a bit of interesting news, uh, and, and here in North Carolina, a school district voted uh, five to two, and that's the Wilson County School Board, by the way, in favor of allowing a new broader search policy of students and their cell phones. They now can search text messages, pictures of any student suspect uh, of any student suspected of breaking the law or rules. Now, some oppose this uh, this this new policy, obviously stating privacy violations. Get that, got that, understand that. Now, one parent uh, didn't want, she said flat out, didn't want anyone with access to her daughter's phone outside of herself uh, looking at pictures of her and her friends in the phone. And quite possibly thinking, hey, I, I get that because, you know, they might expose something or, or they might take the pictures and do whatever. Uh, if you're saying, well, they're school board members, they wouldn't do that. Ah, we, we, we hear details of a lot of teachers and school board members getting caught up and, and doing something or have certain pictures they've downloaded from online. And I'm going to leave that right there. Now, one school board member echoed the privacy argument also and and wanted to, he says, or he or she, she says, wanted to search in the instance where there's a clear and present threat against students and staff. He or she is saying, hey, the only time, if you want to, you know, horn in on it, they should only have the, the right to search when that, that student has presented uh, a clear and present danger, meaning that there's serious thought or belief that they're going to do bodily harm to uh, the school students and the faculty and their selves. Understand that too. Now, the superintendent, superintendent, rebuked that idea, saying he didn't want to restrict school leaders from acting on a potentially dangerous situation, meaning in fear that they may may get sued or or have a feeling as though they're violating someone's rights. I understand that, too. Now, the Wake County, which is Wake County School Board, which is the state's largest school district, by the way, has a similar, similar policy. Now, it allows searches of students' cell phones, laptops, and other digital devices, which are allowed by state law. But administrators, you know, they try to limit this as much as possible, i.e. if a student is suspected of arranging, uh, uh, like arranging drug deals by text, then officials will only search students' messages, but not the pictures. Now, this this is a, a very interesting because as we all know here in North Carolina and, and around the, the country as well, we've had several reports here lately of guns being found in schools, school shootings. And, 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 you know, last week I got a phone call from my daughter's school telling me about the TikTok challenge. Now that TikTok, TikTok challenge went on across the world. Somebody apparently had made a threat and said there were going to be some school shootings or whatever or what have you. And so school administrators came out and, and, and with a voice recorded uh, response saying they, are, they were aware of the threat and that they're doing any and everything possible to keep uh, the staff and students safe. Now, this new, uh, what, what, what Wilson County has done and Wake County has done with everything that's going on with, within these schools now with these shootings and these different uh, challenges online or whatever, I got to say they do have to take a proactive stance. Uh, I really don't see it as a violation of privacy. If they can horn in on or if they know or suspect that that student quite possibly could be doing something or, or plotting to do something, 
because uh, a few weeks ago, we all know what happened in uh, Michigan with that student that uh, went on that shooting rampage. And we later find out that he had drew a picture and, and, and whatever school counselors and, and principals called the parents up to the school, told them, hey, look at this, what's going on? Uh, he, the student said it was just a video game that he was designing. But the, you know the, the, the picture that or pictures that he drew saw uh, saw people being shot. The aftermath and said the, I believe it said something to the effect, uh, "Please help. The voices won't stop." Parents said, "I guess the parents kind of blew it off because they wouldn't take them home." And the school officials, their hands were really tied. If you think about it, everything that we have going on with these schools, I have to say, these uh, new rules and or laws or restrictions or whatever or however you want to say it that they're implementing uh that's a yes for me they have to be they need to be um at this point in time in in, in life in this world we know how people use cell phones you know what every, your whole life is in a cell phone let's just put it like that and yeah, if they think or suspect that you might be planning or plotting something, yeah, they should have every ex, every right to access and, and and look around and see what's going on with you through your phone, via your phone. Because that's what a lot, a lot of people, grown adults, and now the kids we're finding out are using these cell phones to do and plot things. Not just little drug deals in school, but just like that shooting up in Michigan. It's, it's sad. It really is. And it, it screams something. I'm not going to say it, it screams a lot about our kids. I think that goes back to parenting. Um, I have to say, and, and I, I know I'm probably going to be alone on a, on a, on that um, that limb again by myself. I just honestly, I have to say to you, I don't think kids need those cell phones like they proclaim. Uh, there's a vast world out there that's opened up to these kids when they get these cell phones it just is the internet the internet exposes you to any and everything even as a 48 year old adult i can get online sometime and i can look be scrolling and looking and i'm like whoa wait a minute i really didn't need to see that and to think that a child um i've I've seen people have they got gotten phones for their eight and nine year olds that's too young uh, for those in middle school uh, at to, up to a certain age, that's too young. It seems like we have come to an age where we've allowed too much exposure to for our children that have ready access to material and, and, and situations and things that they really shouldn't be exposed to. Now, you may be saying that's old-fashioned. Uh, times have changed. Yeah, it has. But there's a like I said, there's a lot of stuff on that internet these kids just don't need to be exposed to. And for these school boards, if you think back, if you sit down and think, for these school boards to come up with these policies, obviously they see something that a lot of parents just don't see because they're not monitoring what their kids are doing and watching on these phones online. So for these school boards to come up with these policies and then have the state back them up, yeah, that's a yes for me. Uh Violation of privacy? Uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, everyone does have a right to privacy, but that's to a degree. That's limited. When you you're plotting to do harm to others, 
I think school officials should have every right to get that phone and go through it. They just should. Yeah, you may want to reword it to the, to the point to where um, they can't look at the pictures. But if though if they if there's something in those pictures that that quite possibly I mean, kids take pictures and videos of any and everything, they they just do. So I think they need access to those pictures also. Sorry to just they they just do. They, they really do. It, it, it's it's gotten out of hand with these kids and these cell phones inside these schools, and it needs to happen. It just does. It, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't see a violation of rights here. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're wrong. But I just don't see a violation of rights. I just don't. I just don't. All right. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. I won't bite scream, holler, whatever. I just won't. You can sit down and have a nice debate. No problem, no worries on my end here. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.